So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Everyday Connection, with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock, bringing your inner light to your everyday life. Well, hello everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Everyday Connection. I have here with me my cohort and co-host, Jane Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jane? I am fantastic. Hello, my loves. And we have with us tonight our special guest, Mr. Jacob Israel. Hi, Jacob. <laughs> Hello, my love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. Of course. And that's why Couldn't you're here. Myself. Couldn't help myself. And that's why you're here. That's right. Yeah. Do we? Did, did you guys do a lot of advertising about this? Because um, I hear that you all have quite a program <laughs> waiting for me. <laughs> well, we try. This will be the first time because usually I don't do these things. But I, I love Gene, and I love the fact that um, you know, I, I love the fact what you both are doing, and I love what you're. You know, trying to do, and uh, anybody who's trying to make a difference, I'm I'm all about. Well, that's fantastic because I've I've seen several of your videos and and uh, uh, I enjoy what uh, what you're doing and and uh, oh, trying cool. to get word out and around. Absolutely, absolutely. I and, post uh, those things everywhere. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Thank you, Gene. I appreciate that. I got and, the man, baby. I, we're just we're just thinking with this this call that you know. Uh, how would you put it, Jane? I want to. Uh, you know what? This is this is this is a beautiful oh. opportunity for me. Um, and yes, it's all about me. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> you know what? It's all about this, us. Yes. Well, this show is all about me. Um, all right. The good. Reason, the reason I jumped on this, um, and and why I wanted to bring Jacob on so bad is because I see a huge connection between the message that he is putting out there, and he's using scripture to back it. And the message that we put out in our work, and right. yay, that's fun because now we can bring it together and and show that there really is no difference. There is no difference. It's all the and, same. And, and I got to tell you, a lot of people have a big problem with that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, they're like, unless you can quote the King James sixteen eleven, you're in trouble. Forget about saying you love. You know, you got to, like, quote it. you got to quote, you know, chapter and verse. I'm not about uh, quoting chapter and verse. But the bottom line is, is that for years I've studied it. I've studied many, many books, and um, and that's one of them. And, uh, you know, I cut my teeth on the scriptures. I know the scriptures very well. I know the Christian audience, so I kind of use that. But I also know the Vedas. I also know the, the, the Tao. I also know, you know... 
pretty much the same, you know, the, sa- the same holy books that you read, I read. But um, the problem is people, they don't want to listen unless they hear it from a certain book written by a certain man, commissioned by a certain king. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's not, that's not really what I'm about. And and yeah. and this is this is why it's exciting for me because when I first started this, um, I really like I jumped out of the box with my first book, and my whole sole purpose to writing that book or what I thought my purpose to writing that book was all about was I see the commonality between the teachings in all of these religions and I cannot figure out what the hell you people are still fighting over. I don't get it. Right. We are all right, one. We point? are all connected, and now you're just pissing me off because we're still killing people. You're all people saying the no same thing. Reason. You're just using different names. Right. So I, I started doing that, and, and oh my goodness, I came across priests and um, Christian groups, and I'm telling you, the Hindus were great. They were awesome with me. Buddhists, no Hindu. problem. Well, yeah, because yeah, I spoke to Hindus about, about the work that I was doing. They were fantastic. They understood the connection. Okay. Buddhists, same thing. They understood the connection. Um, the Native Americans, same thing. I went to a, a sunrise ceremony where, you know, they gave thanks to, um, and, and they used the name Muhammad. They used Jeshua. They used all the names. And then at the end said, it's all the same energy. It's all the same message. Um, so, and the only people who shut me down were the Christians and not all of them, which was beautiful to me because a lot of them just wanted to open up this running dialogue, which was great. But there were some really hardcore Christians who would just, you know, I had a priest who said, you know, basically just go, go away. Because yeah. this is how it is. There's one way, only one way. It's just precisely like this. And if it's not these 17 words from chapter 27, verse 32, you know, I, I um, uh, bless my heart, grew up Southern Baptist. And, okay. Um, so, you know, we had plenty of... Uh, 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 fire and damnation, and and uh, but but no dancing or drinking. We'll have no fun. There'll be none of that. Yeah, um, right. Exactly. No fun, and, but all of the consequences. That's right. That's right. Truth or consequences. There was you know short on truth, heavy on consequences. But right. um, um, but I, so I have a a real appreciation from where you're coming from because I spent years, uh, you know, diving in the book and being the sword drill captain and the. Sunday school and doing the and 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 so many of us had that basis and then sort of just started living life and threw kind of threw that to the side and just didn't think about it but now if somebody brings up spirituality that's what comes back on us is five year old well but you know or ten year old this is what mm-hmm. it says in the book and and um uh but I do find it interesting that the 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 really the three Groups, three religions that maybe are causing some of the biggest problems that we have going on as far as religious controversy is the three that are all the children of Abraham, <laughs> and all and all say that right <laughs> that right. that you all know use Abraham as their savior right and and and, and so it's if there's that much rivalry. in common yeah it's brothers fighting you know yeah it's still sibling rivalry who's who's the oldest biggest brother. I mean, it's all a bunch of baloney. I mean, if you really, if you br- really break it down, it's all a bunch of baloney. I mean, we're all the same. We've always been the same. It doesn't matter what holy book you break out. We're all the same. 
You know, I mean, every single holy book there is, from the Quran to the Vedas to the scriptures, I mean, we're all the same. And we've all come from the same place. And that's the thing that kills me, is that I've read all these books, and um, you still have these people that use these books as a means of division as opposed to unity. We're all the same. And, and that... Yeah, they use little details, little tiny, de- almost inconsequential details when you look at the whole of the story, but they'll grab that one detail and say, right. no, they don't believe this, so or they didn't say this, and it's like, people, you got two big trucks, you know, and, okay, one of them is right-hand drive for the Brits and one's left drive for, you know, Americans, but they're both pickup trucks. They both hold the same stuff. They both go the same place, <laughs> and, and they get hung up on, but the steering wheels don't match. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's sad. It, it 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 is a little crazy to me now now because you've studied all of these things and I love that you use Christ, um, scripture um, I really do. Well, I use I, scripture. I mean, you know, the reason why I use scripture is because look, I, I you know I, I live in New York, you know I'm in the United States and it's it's mainly populated by Christians, so I mean that's my that's my audience and so I use the scriptures to show people that, you know, what they're taught and what they believe really isn't true. You know, to hate and to divide is not true. But to unite and to love and to have compassion, that's true. You know, I mean, look, I, I could, you know, I could talk about Krishna. I could talk about Mithra. I could talk about all the major saviors that have been before Christ. Um but people know Christ. They know Jesus Christ. They know Jesus of Nazareth. I knew Jesus, you know. I knew Jesus after the flesh, as Paul said, until he was crucified before me, until he was killed, until he was taken away from me. And when he was killed and taken away from me, I was I freaked out for a little bit because I was like, wait a minute, hang on a second. I thought there was a single man who was my savior, and all of a sudden now he's dead? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know? And um, as I walked along the road, um, you know, uh, the truth appeared and was revealed. And uh, and the longer I walked, the more it was revealed and the more I understood that we're all the same. There's no difference. We're all one. There's only one God, and uh, there's only one child of God, and that's humanity. That's what Adam means. I mean, you can look the the... Uh, the Hebrew definition of Adam, it means humanity. It doesn't mean literal man. It means mankind. And that's who we are. You know, we're all, we're all the son of God. And we've all gone astray because we've all believed that we all are in charge. And when you believe that you're in charge and, you know, I'm better than Rick or I'm better than Gene, that's when there's pain. But when I see that I'm the same as Rick, I'm the same as Gene, then I treat Rick and Gene as the same. We're all one, and there's peace and there's harmony. And uh, right now we don't have peace and harmony, unfortunately. I wish we did. Do you? Do you on the radio? Yeah, yeah, of course. Do you? <laughs> do you so on. Because I don't know, all of a sudden there was silence. No, well, because I was listening, my dear. Um, we, we call that we call that the awe factor. <laughs> when, you, when you've just said something that's left everyone in awe. Oh, cool, <clears throat> cool, right on. I wasn't me, said the flea. Yes, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's perfect. Um, did you do you 
see a shift? Um, do you see a shift now um, between what people understood, say, five years ago to what they understand now in the work that well, you I do? Mean, you know, I can't really, I can't really speak for anybody else. I can speak for myself. I know for a fact that I see a shift in what's, you know, in what I believe five minutes ago to <laughs> what I'm talking about right now. I mean, things are changing so quickly for me. And, you know, and there are certain people that I talk to on a regular basis that um, I know that things are changing for them very quickly as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I guess I see a shift. Um, but, I mean, you know, does, does that make me any better than anybody else? No. You know, does that make me any better than, you know, a Benny Hinn or a, or a T.D. Jakes? Because, you know, I like to use the scriptures in the New Testament. No. You know, everybody's where they are. You know, everybody believes what they believe. Everybody believes what they believe because that's all they can believe. If they could believe more, they would believe more. But for me, yeah, I see uh, I see a little bit of a shift. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Folks are maybe lightening up a little bit. <laughs> I, th um, I think they are, yeah. I, I, I think some of this raging conflict has finally... I think after a while of people just sort of blindly, you know, yes, that's the bad guys, yes, we're against that, they finally, if it's in their face long enough, will stop and go, wait a minute. <laughs> and uh, it seems the long and hard way around it, but uh, uh, I think people are, and world events are helping people stop and rethink what they think of others uh, when they see that you can actually have a, Arab country that wants to do differently and they don't want to be all crazy and be suicide bombers. They just want to vote and get a job. And, you know. Right, I uh, hear you. Frankly, you get down to it, everybody. I, you know, I was fortunate enough to be able to travel to quite a few countries and everybody I ran into, you know, they, they like a good meal. They love their kids. They want to have things be nice, uh, whatever nice means for them, but it's pretty close for most of us, you know. Um, and uh, so this this instant communication with the internet, this this instant exposure, instant expression, um, it, it I, I think you get that level of communication, it gets hard to pull the wool over anybody's eyes because they're like, you know, you can't tell me that that you know those people over there eat babies. <laughs> yeah, because I talk to them and they don't. They don't eat you know. babies. And so I don't, don't lie babies. to me anymore. I promise and, I don't eat babies. And, uh, I'm about to have a baby. My wife, my beautiful wife, who I love very much, is about to have a baby. And I swear I will not eat that baby. <laughs> this is good. This is very good. Um, now, Jane's is teasing. We were talking about North Korea earlier. and <clears throat> you know, it's One of the subjects taught in North Korean schools, apparently. Um, was that, um, you know, Americans eat babies? Now, we don't know. I can't say that it's still taught in North uh, North Korean schools, but apparently in the past it was taught in order to get them to really, really not like Americans. That you know, American soldiers raped women and eat babies. Eat babies, eat yeah. babies. Um, but you know, now people from North Korea can talk to people from America, and they go, "No, they don't eat babies. They have babies, and they take care of their babies, and they feed their babies, and they raise them to be older people. Um, but they don't eat them." <laughs> so but they got they got told that we're weird too, and we're not weird. And 
Um, well, I'm glad that nobody eats their babies. What are we talking about? What happened? <laughs> Wait, how did we get occasionally, over there? What are we talking about? Occasionally we were, we, uh, we were talking about everything that people have in common, and then we were eating babies. What happened? Jean? Where did you go? <laughs> Where did I go? Where did I take it? It's kind of cool. It's kind of a cool topic. Come back to us. about eating eating babies. I suppose maybe we, maybe we ended up there because it, it's sort of the it's sort of the thing you want to ask or I want to ask people is how ridiculous. Listen, how ridiculous does this have to get? Right. And you know what? And it's true. Oh, it does get it does get ridiculous. And and because a lot of times, if you can just get people to stop ranting or chanting the 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 company line for just two seconds and look at what they're saying or doing, they go, wait a minute, that doesn't even make sense. Because so much of this stuff is really that ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense when you look at it. And um, uh, It really doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? No, it's it's illogical. We spend a lot of time (laughs) as children, I suppose, you could say, and, and we just allowed someone else to tell us how it, well, we, I wonder how that is. It's like this. And, and we took that voice of command or whatever and, and never thought about it. And, and because when, we, when people stop and think about it, they, you know, it's, um, it, it just doesn't make sense. You know, these want to kill me and those want to kill me and that's why I'm a nice guy. And then you meet somebody and they, they're a nice guy and then you, well, wait a minute. How, who, who told me this? And, it doesn't even really matter who told you. It just was wrong, so you just switch and carry on. Uh, you know, that's the other thing is that you don't have to – there's nobody to blame, I guess. There's just ground to reclaim, you know. Right. There's just relationships, brothers and sisters to reclaim. There's nobody to blame. There's We don't got to go get anybody. Um, and um, And I know that's a tough one for people to – get their brains wrapped around it sure was for me uh threw me for a loop but it it it's really true it doesn't it, it, you you got to work hard to grab these books and make a list of the differences in them whereas you don't have to work at all to find the similarities because they're on every frapping page right uh but it's sort of uh people call it human nature i call it science nature the age of reason. We're going to be science, and we're going to make sense. And uh, well, science. What does science do? It categorizes, divides, separates until you get this all these individual unrelated species. And some of them, I got to look at them and go, you know, except for that one stripe, those are the same thing. <laughs> they're lizards, you know. But science, you got to. Oh no, they're not the same. We're going to. They're different. And, and 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 it just like divides everything down to these tiny little quantum particles that they can't even be sure exist. Right. Uh, so you, you why not turn real deep on me there? You all got like science on me there. Well, we do <laughs> okay. that because you know, I mean, okay, here's here here's an interesting question. Do, hit do me. you see? Yeah, hit you, hit you, hit you hard. All right, let's hit Jacob hard. Um. I mean, we just talked about similarities between the biblical message and other other religions because there's a lot right. of them. They're now, all now let's let's up that a notch 
Okay, we can talk about the similarities between the Bible and the indigenous teachings of the interconnectedness of beings. Right, which Um, means I am the Lord and I am one. Right. That's that's scripture for you, interconnectedness. Okay, Okay, so let's take that up even a higher notch and really throw people for a loop. The interconnectedness between the biblical message and the universal laws, i.e. the law of attraction, or... Even further up, quantum science and metaphysics science. Right. Where's the connection? Well, I mean, I mean, if you're going to talk about, you know, quantum physics, quantum physics really is very different from the law of attraction. The law of attraction is about the nonsense, um, it, but it, but it does kind of hold sway if you don't look at it as the law of attraction. Whatever you believe in your heart, you become. So you know, if you become the you know, if you become a drug addict, it's because you believe I'm a drug addict. If you become, you know, a great man in the world, it's because you believe you're a great man in the world. But there's no such thing as the law of attraction. You can't say I'm a millionaire. I believe I'm a millionaire and become a millionaire. You just can't do that. It just doesn't work. You know, there's a, there's a great author named Neville Goddard. You guys ever heard of him? Neville? No. Right. No, no. He, I no. gotta tell you something. You should read Neville Goddard. He's dead now, um, but uh, an amazing author, and he wrote a book back in the '60s called Awakened Imagination, and um, he kind of likened imagination, mankind's imagination, to Christ, and he said that the subconscious mind is what creates, and the conscious mind, you know, like Christ said, I go to the Father, and the Father is greater than I. And he likened the conscious mind to the son, and he likened the subconscious mind to the father. I go to the father, and he is greater than I. Subconscious is greater than conscious mind. And um, when you line up the conscious and the subconscious, you become one. And when you become one, whatever you believe, whatever a man believes in his heart, that he receives. You know, you know a lot of people talk about the law of attraction, and, you know, that's great. Because... But- there is some there is some truth to it because yes. I you know I have friends that have said I need a new car and you know and they watched you know the movie The Secret and uh, and they sat there and they imagined themselves in the car and the reason why I brought up Neville Goddard is um, when I read his work I really liked the fact that he said we don't understand how we get from point A to point Z. The problem is trying to figure out what happens from B to Y. If you just imagine yourself at Z, at point A, you're cool. You know, and I, and I really like that. I like the fact that Neville said, don't imagine how you're going to get there. Just imagine being there. And, and, and I, it, I right. agree with that completely, Jacob. And, and two things I have to say, because I do work a lot with the law of attraction. First of all, okay. the secret is a superficial view of what the law of attraction, when studied on a much deeper level, is about. Okay, so then I guess we're about. in agreement then. We're in yeah, agreement. We're in oh, total, yeah, we're much. in total agreement because once you really get in depth into the law of attraction and the teachings of um, that the secret was based on, because the secret really just took a whole bunch of information and put it into a superficial, um, here's right. how to do it, but we're not going to give then you edited, And then edited out the the, 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 the really nice important part. part, which is the feeling. And that's where you're talking about. The from feeling. The you're right. See, there you go. I agree with you. Yes. Don't we're think like you're there. It's about feeling getting, it's about yes. feeling being there. 
Yes. Yes. The key to the, to, the key to to working with things like the law of attraction. So if you're not um, coming at this from a, a religious standpoint or a spiritual standpoint, but you get the law of attraction, you have to tell you the key to that is the feeling of it. You have to feel like you're already a point Z and celebrate yeah, being exactly. You got to feel like you're there already. And that's what Neville and, teaches. And the reason you know, like the reason why I brought him up is, you know, I had already look. In my life, a lot of my friends have kind of thought I was a very strange bird because I'd say, oh, I'm going to do this, 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 and then I'd do it. But the reason why I would do it is because I believed that I had already done it. I already, you know, I kind of already saw what it would be like to be there, you know, and, um, and then I'd be there. And they were like, wow, you know, you just believed you were going to be there and you just had enough faith to get there. And I said, no. I was always meant to be there, and that's why I got there. And it that's kind of like a, it's kind of like a fine line, you know. It's it's kind of a it's a very difficult line to toe. Is it faith that got me there, or is it that I knew I was going to be there? You know, it's kind of like you know, what's the question, and what's the answer? Is is the question, you know, do we need to believe that we can get there, or is the answer? We need to know that we're already there. And I look at my life as I've already accomplished all these things. And whatever I'm coming to, I've already accomplished. So when I look at my life, and I'm, I'm standing out in my backyard right now. And the reason why I'm standing out in my backyard is because my kids are in the house and they will be bugging me. <laughs> but I'm looking at a backyard. I, I bought a house that was foreclosed upon. And it was my wife's dream house. And I told my wife for a year, I said, you know, I said, look, if you want that house, drive into the parking lot. Parking lot. <laughs> it's a driveway. It's like a parking lot. It's huge. And I said, drive into the driveway and believe that this house is ours. She did that for a year. And now we own the house. You know, and, 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 and she said, oh, isn't that amazing how we got this house for so little? I said, it's not really amazing, honey. I mean, you and I were the only ones that were working at it, you know. I mean, who else was doing what we, you know? I mean, who else was doing what we were doing? Now I'm, I'm standing in my backyard as I talk to you, and I'm looking at, you know, a cactus. I'm looking at ferns. I'm looking at. I've transformed this this backyard that was overgrown and infested with weeds into this paradise. And I did that because I said, in a year's time. This will be a paradise. Now, I had to work hard, you know, and I've, I've been working hard for a year to turn this into a paradise. But I'll tell you one thing. My backyard looks like I'm a multimillionaire, and I'm not. But it's just because I believe that that's the way this yard would become. If you don't have faith that you can do anything, you can't do it. You know, a carpenter doesn't come to a house and say, I, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't build that. He says, I can build it, and that's why he builds it. You've got to believe that what's going to happen will happen. And unfortunately, a lot of people today don't believe that. They believe that they have to do something to get that. They believe that they have to, you know, oh, I've got to send in my money to this religious leader, or I've got to do this for this religious leader. And if I do this, then I'll have that. As opposed to, I am the creative force of the universe. Everything begins and ends with me. 
whatever I believe I receive. That doesn't sound yes. very biblical, but that is biblical. But it is biblical. It is. Ask and ye yes. shall receive. Jesus it. said that. Biblical. Right. Yeah. I am the Alpha and the Omega. It begins the beginning and the end. And that's the one thing that we both have in common. I mean, I say both. I mean all three of us. We all have this one thing in common. We both wake up in the morning, and the, there's only one thing that you can prove to me, and that is that you exist. You can't prove I exist. You can't prove that your radio host, Rick, exists. You can't prove it. All you can prove, Gene, is that you exist. That's the truth. All I can prove is I exist. And here's what we all have in common, you, me, and Rick. Okay? We are all the center of the universe. Everything begins and ends with us. As I stand here and I'm in my backyard... I am the center of the universe. Now, does that make me God? No more than it makes you God. You see what I'm saying? I, right. We're all yes, 100% absolutely in agreement. Saying. Yay. <laughs> and, and, and when people understand that we're all the same, then they'll stop hurting people that they believe are different. Because when you hurt someone that is exactly the same as you, you're hurting yourself. We're all the same. I, I used to I used to tell people because I this used to drive me nuts that that people would come to me and say, um, you know, um, absolute power corrupts absolutely, and I would be like, no, 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 it doesn't, and they would get so confused by me screaming no, and I'd say, listen, it is the quest and the desire for absolute power that corrupts absolutely, but once you realize that you have absolute power. There is nothing to corrupt because you There's know how to it says, it says, you have to right. take anything from anybody. Right. Now it says that that, in, in Scripture it says that once you come to the knowledge of the truth, it's impossible for you to sin. I mean, once you come to the understanding that you are, you know, one with all things, it's impossible for you to do wrong to anything else. It's impossible. Because you don't need no, but, to take anything away from anybody else. Right, because you, you know have that everything. Every, you have everything. Yeah, and it, it it it's kind of some of these points almost seem subtle to people when they're trying to think them as opposed to feel them. But it's to me, it's like trying to put uh, you know the ever famous round peg into the round hole. You're right. You, right. You you, you got to get it lined up with the hole. If you come a little at an angle. Just a little of an angle, even. Yeah, you're, it's hard. You're in trouble. It's hard. You're going to beat on it. You you might get it in there, but it's going to be wallowed out, and it's all. Whereas if you just make that subtle shift, tiny subtle shift, and just get that, it just slides right in there. And that's that's generally what I tell people when they ask me. Say, so how do you know? Well, I know because it slid in there. Right. Instead of right. I didn't have to beat on it. It just happened. Um, it it it. it slid right in there and uh, and so that when you bump up against hard instead of pushing harder or looking for a bigger hammer you hmm. can look at how did I line it up and and people say well then that makes you, you're the one that messed it up no I'm the one that can fix it right same coin two different sides but really I mean when you you know, you notice that it's dark in the room. You're reading and you're having trouble reading. You go, oh, it got dark in here. It's not. It, oh, you just get up and turn on the lights. Right. You don't. You don't squint harder at the book. 
that you're trying to read. And for years, that's kind of in in this separating scientific, classify, separate, make all different way, that's kind of what we've been doing is squinting at the book when the light switch is right there within reach. Um, and um, and where's that light switch located? Right, right down in the center of you. <laughs> right inside uh, of us. Right. Right, and and uh, uh, it's not in uh, not in the guru's hands. That's to be certain. Wow. Uh, I, I, I was just about to say one of Jane's favorite words, guru. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, uh, if it is in the guru's hands, it's only in the guru's ability to get you to think and look, uh, not in, in the guru's ability to tell you this is how it is. And I'm going to say, because I, I will say it at every opportunity I have, so I'm going to interrupt you both and just say it. If your guru is telling you that they have all the answers, get a new guru. If your guru says that you have all the answers, keep calling them guru. Carry on. <laughs> Carry all on. Right. Carry on. Um, <laughs> because it is. It's, it's, it, it really is. It's that simple. Because... Uh, people say, oh, well, you know, you, you're a coach and a channel and, 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 and an author and, you you know, so I, I, I want to know what I should do about this. You know, I've got a job offer. Should I take this job or should I not take this job? And I'm like, I, I don't have any earth idea. I can't tell you that. What do you and want go, to do? And they flip out. They freak out. What do you mean? You're you're an expert at the law of attraction and you're – and, and I, I, we, I know that I have a love-hate relationship with the law of attraction. Because there is a valuable thing there, but I almost look at it like gravity. Uh, good to know gravity exists. You know that way you don't jump off a cliff. But how many of us? I've never jumped all, off a cliff. I gotta be honest. We've all learned when we were quite young that gravity existed. Even before we went to school, we fell over and we hit the floor. And oh yeah, gravity, good. But how often, when you're walking through your daily life, are you saying, okay, well now? I should take this step carefully because gravity might get me. Right. We or be ha- how many how many times have you gone to your friend's house and knocked something off their counter and gone, "Look, I've got this gravity thing figured out." It's not what it's for. It's not it's not like that and the law of attraction's not like that. The law of attraction is it's good to know it's there. It's good to know that if I hang out in a room full of negative people that all have negative plans and all have negative thoughts and all have that it's going to be difficult for me to there maintain are so my many focus. negative people, Cliff. And you know, so, <laughs> I mean, so those are the, come on, seriously. The, the, those on a are scale the of one to negative, of, how negative are most people? Well, you know, they're pretty, pretty negative. negative. They're pretty negative. The ne- you mean the people out there, or the people that I interact with? Because I really, I'm um, talking about like everybody. Because look, I mean, look, the the fifty general collective or so, population. twenty or so people that you interact with on Facebook that are positive. I mean, there's like hundreds of people that are not. And the reason oh. is is because they don't know any better yet, because they think that, oh, you know, like, you know, a friend of mine once told me, and, and this is, this is going to sound almost blasphemous, but a friend of mine once told me, you're addicted to your pain. I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> Years ago. No, I'm not. I hate being in pain. I hate suffering. And uh, he said to me, he said, yes, you love it. If you didn't love it, you wouldn't be whining about it all the time. I said, I'm in the so hospital. True. I'm getting blood transfusions. I have Crohn's disease. And he said, you love it. It's you so love true. the attention. <laughs> it's so true. You know what? I as, as He was he, right. 
He's right. He's right. He's right. He's right. right. Somebody is just about to put out a healing book. Yes, folks, it's coming soon. Um, yes, 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 yes. We I've been sick my whole life, and i got to tell you something. The moment that I didn't want to be sick anymore, I wasn't sick anymore. It's the absolute truth. It's the absolute truth. We have a million excuses why we should be sick, either right. because it gets us attention, it gives us – this was a big one for me. It gave me an excuse to take time for me. Um, mm-hmm. It gave me something to overcome, figure out how to overcome, and then write about it. How freaky is that? Well, like uh, I, I'm going in for like I have a, I have a hernia now. Like that's that's a new thing. Like I have a hernia, and I have to go in for hernia surgery. And uh, I've written about it, and I said, "Oh, this is great! I'm so excited! I have a hernia. I can't work out anymore, even though I love working out. I have to take like four months off." And it's almost like there's part of me that wants to see if I can handle not working out for four months. <laughs> so why did you, you – know, you I mean, it sounds crazy. It's almost like you know, you're, like, abusing yourself, you know. But I'm like, you know, so, so what I do, instead of whining about being, you know, like, oh, I can't do this or I can't do this, I write about it or I speak about it and I say, this is awesome. You know, look at me. For the last um, six years – I've been all about going to the gym and working out and trying to be all physically big. And and now for four months, I'm going to lose it all. See, now I have to be all about losing it, where once I was all about gaining it. And I still have to embrace it and be happy about it. Man, life is great. But what I love about that, Jacob, is that you're consciously doing this. Of course and I that, am. That's, yeah. so, so many <laughs> people out there. So many people I'm not a victim. Out there. I'm, not a victim. No. I'm in a little bit of pain. I'll be honest. It hurts, and I'm not a Percocet. <laughs> you but know? you're aware. I, you're but aware. You stop that pain. Right. Yeah, and you're and you're aware in in the now of instead of being in the well, I can't work out. You didn't say I'm all about the I can't work out. You said I'm all about the losing it. I'm all right, about the right. other I, way. I, I need to take, you know what it is, is that I need to, it's, right now I've gotten to a point in my life, and you, you don't really know much about me, um, you don't know much about my past, but, you know, I would, you know, um, I go to therapy twice a week, and I, I try to be very transparent about the things that I go through and things that I suffer, and, um, and when I say that I suffer it, it means that I'm just allowing it. It doesn't mean that, you know, it's some kind of a sickness that I can't get rid of. It's just that, you know, for now, this is for my growth, and that's why it's there, you know. And, um, and, what, and I try to be very transparent about it because I don't, I don't like to be like those guys that are like, you know, you just say this or you just say that or you just do this and you just do that and you're all good. Because the fact of the matter is this is a process. I know you and Gene. Both haven't got it all figured out. We're all oh, hell no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but we're all in process. And if we, were to, if we were to say that, oh, we figured out the meaning of life, well, we probably did figure out the meaning of life, and that is to figure out that we, we don't have it figured out, that it's, it's, it's a process, and that whatever we decide from day to day is what's going to be. And right now what's, what's happening in my life is that I'm in a little bit of pain, um, you know, I have a little bit of, you know, I have some health issues. I have some, you know, emotional issues that I'm going through. 
And the good news is I'm going to be done with it in a couple of months. And while I'm going through it, I'm going to be talking about it, and I'm going to be writing about it. And there are people that are going through hard times right now that are going to hear about it, and they're going to be like, wow, he's going through this. Like I had somebody who wrote me just recently said, oh, my father is about to go in for this sort of surgery, same surgery I'm going in for, and wanted me to be on some, like, prayer chain. And I'm going, are you kidding me? Seriously? Like, i got to pray for your dad when I'm going in for the same thing? You know, what about, like, praying for me? But the bottom line is is that it's all meant to be. It's all for a reason. We're all here for a reason, and we're all here to learn. We're all here to lift each other up, and we're all here to help each other, and we're all here to love each other. And until we do that, we're not going to get anywhere. And unfortunately, what I've done for the last since, I mean, I, I should say for the last five years, is for the last five years I've bottled up you know, my emotional pain, and I've covered it with muscle. You know, I've worked out, and I've worked out, and I've boxed, and um, yeah, I'm a tough guy. You know, never raised my hand to anybody, but you know what? If I ever did, they'd be in trouble, and I've done this for years, but I've come to a point in my spiritual walk where I realize, okay, it's time for you to be weak again. And so now, all of a sudden, I have this hernia. And um, and they say, oh, you can't work out for like, you know, six weeks afterwards and then three months after that. And I'm going, are you kidding me? you have any idea what that's going to do to my strength? And they said, yeah, well, you know, you'll lose a lot, but, you know, in five months, you'll be able to go back to the gym again. I said, five months? <laughs> I, I can't wait five days. <laughs> I realized what was happening. I realized that it was, I needed to be weak so I could be strong. You know, this, this outer shell doesn't make a person strong. What makes a person strong is the ability to go through the hard times. I was strong when I was a kid and I didn't know it. Now I know it and I have the outer shell. I got to lose the outer shell. And other yeah. people have to too, you know, and, and thank God I don't have worse. You know, um, yes, because it could be worse. Going through hard times that have worse, but that's their I, journey I totally, too. I totally, I get exactly what you're saying, Jacob. Because I, I just went through it. Because you don't know, I, I like. It's interesting that we kind of follow each other's work. Um, we've even worked together on the book. Buy your book right, now. Book. Um, Buy your book. You know, so so, but we we don't know that much about each other's backstories. And this Christmas, I spent my Christmas on my back, not able to dress myself. Oh my goodness! Because of exactly the same, I've had to quit my my job. I'm now living off EI. Um, my friends have gathered around me, and and you know, I'm living at a friend's house now. Um, people buy me food. <laughs> Because I'm living off $296 every two weeks, and I have a kid. Um, and and that was me going through that. And I did it, for the most part, consciously, just like you're doing it. And I right. had to go through that journey, that process of understanding my connection to my body, my spirit, my inner strength, my power, um, I had some emotional crap that I had to unload, some responsibilities that I had to lay down because they, you know, 
they they were lies. Responsibilities were lies. Um, I'm not responsible for other people. I'm only responsible for me. So I had to lay right. that stuff down, and I went through the whole journey, and I documented it all, and I put it into a book. Oh, good for you! And I have, I have. Well, and what, and that's, I have the, that's, the he, that's the healing book. That's the healing yeah, book, it's right? It's called Crashing Back to Earth. Yeah, Crashing it's Back, to, Crashing Earth. Back to Earth. It's coming out very soon as an ebook, um, and I'm really excited about this because this was me completely coming out. Um, it's it's coming out written as Jean Victoria Norlock, but it's Nikki Leach, which is my real name that not many oh, people know. You. you know, Nikki that not Leach, many people know Nikki Leach, Jean Victoria Norlock, um, and it really documents the whole process of coming into my own and saying, yes, this is what I do. This is who I am. Yes, I'm, I do. You know, you, you call it talking to God. I call it channeling source or talking to source or, or in, interpreting what being source, source has to centered, say. Yeah. Being source-centered, blended beingness. Um, I, I mean, we're really talking about the same thing. We're just I just try to maintain my everyday connection. Oh, right. sorry. Everyday right. connection with source. Yeah. Um, so... So I completely understand. Wayne Dyer is always talking about source, source energy. Wayne Dyer, I dig Wayne. Yeah, I I like. Well, and it's it's a it's a choice. Uh, I like. uh, You know, it's hard for me. I find it really funny that I've never I've never read any Wayne Dyer. (laughs) To to refer to uh, our immediate previous guest, but but they have a book called The Choice for Consciousness. And and make the distinction. It's not the I chose for consciousness. It's I, I have a moment and I'm going to make the choice for consciousness, and right. then I'm going to have another moment and I'm going to have to make the choice again. It's not you make the choice for consciousness once. You've now chosen, and now you see everything just happens. You you have to make it in every moment. You have to. What is my soul's perspective on this? What's really you, going on? You know, I got to tell you something. This is this is something that um. You know, I t- okay, I was talking to a friend of mine, and he's a very dear friend of mine, and I like to talk about him a lot because he's, he's not listening, and he probably will, never will. His name's Dean Dosher, and he's, he's an amazing I man. I love Dean. You know Dean? Okay, well, uh, Dean and I, I have been I, friends I for probably... On he's pr- he, and we've been friends for about two years. We talk pretty much every day, and, um, I mean, we're, we're very, very good friends. And um, as much as I am with another man named Matt Stevens, who is younger than me, you know, Dean is kind of like, I never had a father. He's kind of like my father figure. And, but he doesn't talk to me as a father. He talks to me as a friend. We talk, we talk on the same level. And, um, you know, one of the things that we talk about on a regular basis is, you know, the meaning of life. You know, <laughs> what else would we talk about, right? But, um, you know, right, it, of it's kind of like, what are we setting our sights on? What are we setting our, you know, our our beliefs on? And, you know, and I said to him just recently, I mean, I, I, I spoke to him just last night, and, um, and I, I said, you know, I look in my backyard, and I look at my house, and I look at my wife, I didn't want to have another child. Now, this is going to sound terrible because I, you know, I have custody. My first wife left me, and um, and I got custody of my first two children, and I raised them both from diapers on my own, single dad, raising up two kids, and everybody says, oh, admirable, right? And I said, no, that's just what I wanted. I wanted to raise two kids on my own, and I'm still very good friends with my ex-wife, but 
I didn't want her to have my kids. <laughs> she just didn't want to have the kids. If she wanted to have the kids, there would be an issue because I wanted to have them, and then she would want to have them, and then there would be some kind of, kind of cosmic battle that would go on. But the the great thing is, is she didn't care. And so I have my kids, and she sees them every other week or whatever. And um, I don't ask for any money. You know, I don't ask for anything from her. And um, I went from having everything to losing everything to gaining everything to losing everything again to gaining everything again to meeting my second wife, who is my angel, um, to gaining even more than we had when I met her because she had a lot of debt. <laughs> and I got her out of it. <laughs> but, you know, my, my point is, is that I did not want to have another child. When I met her, that was kind of like the prerequisite to our relationship was, I don't want to have another kid. I raised two kids from diapers on my own, you know, and I'm coming in now and I'm taking your child now at four years old and I'm raising, you know, I'm raising him up. I don't want to have a baby. But, you know, five years down the road, all of a sudden, I want to give her a child. <laughs> How does that happen? Never say never. Right. How does that happen? So the, what I'm getting at is, and this is what Dean and I talk about, is um, is that we each, like I said before, we're all the center of the universe, right? And whoever has the predominant belief, whoever has the predominant faith is going to win. My wife said, I'm going to have your child. I want to have your child. And I said, but I don't want to have a kid. She said, but I want to have your child. And I said, but I don't want to have a child. And then she got pregnant. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And now, yeah. here we are seven and a half months later, and I, I can't even imagine my life without looking at a child, you know, after 40 years of age. I'm so excited. For you. You, are, you are so excited. Um, yes. I am so really are, And it is so fun It's to ridiculous. Watch. But the truth of the matter is, for the first couple of months, not so excited. <laughs> not so ex <laughs> Actually, I would say the antithesis of excited. I would say more angry than excited. But now, oh a little scared. I was you... so scared. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" But now, now that I have a baby coming, I. I feel silly forever doubting. You know what I mean? I mean, I feel yes, silly. But that you're, you're open to that change. You're open to, well, tomorrow's going to be something new. Well, because see, It doesn't have to be the, the same secret, thing. This is the thing that the secret I don't think teaches. Is The secret says, you know, whatever you believe is going to happen. But the bottom line is, if you have people that are in your life that believe differently, it ain't going to happen. Things, they may turn out a little bit different than you ever. You know, it, it never comes out the way you really expected, you know, um, but it always turns out the way it's meant to be. And um, one of the things that I said to Dean, and this was last week, was I said, I have a carpenter coming to the house, and I said, I'm going to tell you, and I told him, I said, I'm going to tell you that we have power, Dean. And if we believe, I said, in my mind, I just pictured the carpenter coming to the house with donuts. He's going to offer me donuts. He's never done this before, but I just pictured it. Well, guess what happened? The carpenter came to the house, didn't offer me any donuts. 
Kane was on the phone with me, and he kind of laughed. My ex-wife came to pick up the kids, and she said, Hey, Jake, you want a donut? She brought donuts. So you got your it's donuts? Never, it's never so you got carpenter you, and donuts. Right, right. It's never how you expect it. You see, it's kind of like every single one of us, if, if, if I'm the center of the universe and you're the center of the universe, we're all the center of the universe. And my will has to be affected by your will. And unless we're all in unity, there's going to be a little discrepancy. There's going to be things that are going to be a little bit off. And whoever has the greater faith is going to prevail. You know, and, and, it, and it's I called very Dean, true. I called Dean back um, and I said, hey, Dean, it wasn't the carpenter. It was my ex-wife. And he goes, oh, Jacob. <laughs> oh, Jacob. <laughs> That's what he said. He goes, oh, Jacob. I can't believe it. And I, I said, well, what do you want me to tell you, man? I said, well, you know, what do you want me to tell you? Isn't that strange? And he goes, that's just so crazy. That's so crazy. And it is crazy because, I mean, who's, you know, who would have, I just made that up out of the blue. I pictured the carpenter coming to the house with donuts. He didn't come, but an hour later, my ex-wife came to pick up the kids, and she brought donuts. Crazy. That's beautiful. That's And, and a beautiful example of how get your nose out of how and just focus on the what, Devil and God. let the how work itself out. Let the big guy do the how. That, Listen, that, I, I, that is that is that is that in a nutshell is what is what I loved about Neville Goddard is that Neville wrote. He said, "Don't figure out how you're going to get there. Just figure out getting there. You know, don't try to figure out how you're going to get there. Just figure out getting there. You want donuts? Just imagine having donuts." Don't imagine and, how you and let them, them come how they come. Right. Uh, listen, we've got a great question in the uh, chat room, and I can't believe it's normally Jane's first question for everybody. Uh, I can't remember when you asked Stacy. You said, "Who the hell are you, and what do you do?" And uh, she said that she just has one question: Who is Jacob, and what is his game exactly? Oh God, my game. Um, well, <laughs> I don't play games anymore. <laughs> Even my kids, they play like a different game than I'm used to. Like basketball used to be my game, and they don't play basketball. They play like roller hockey, and that's totally not my game. Um, there is, I have no game. I have no game to play. I have nothing to, you know, win from anybody. I have a day job that I make. I make good money. I'm a television writer. I'm a producer. I've been doing it for years. Um, I have a book that's out. I mean, you can go to my website, jacobisrael.org. And you can find out about my book. If you don't want to buy it, email me, and I'll give you a free copy. I do that all the time. I give out free copies all the time. Um, there is no game. I don't, I don't know what game I'm trying to play. I mean, I'm not trying to sell anything. I have nothing to sell. I have nothing to offer to anybody because you know what the bottom line is? I can't offer anybody anything. Anybody who says they can offer somebody something is lying to you. And that's just the way I look at it. I, You know, I just... I have a wife, I have three kids, and I have a fourth on the way. I have a beautiful home that I shouldn't have because it doesn't make any sense I have this beautiful home. It doesn't make any sense because just five years ago, I was living in an apartment the size of the apartment in my home. How about them apples? I have somebody moving in in uh, four days who's going to pay me rent, $1,600 a month rent. That's $200 more a month rent than I was paying five years ago in an apartment 
smaller than the apartment in my house when it was just me and my two kids. I got no play. I have no game to play. Yeah. Honey, where are you going? Hang on. I'm sorry. My my daughter. You're going to sleep over at Grandma's house? My daughter's talking to me all of a sudden. Okay. That's all right. Well, honey, have a great time. I love you. Give me a kiss. Bye. Of course, I'll close the door. Okay. I love you. My daughter just told me she's sleeping over Grandma's house. So I've been outside. Well, that's fine. I've been outside the whole time. I don't even know what's going on in my house. No, I got no game to play. I got. I have nothing to. Um, I have nothing to win. I have nothing to lose. That's the best part about life. You know, is we have nothing to gain and we have nothing to lose. We just gotta believe. We just gotta love. You know, every okay. When I moved into this house, uh, um, we couldn't close on the house because there were a lot of COs that were that weren't in order. So we rented from June for, until December 24th. We saved about fifteen thousand dollars, and the guy who owned the house, who sold the house to us, you know, he was kind of you know, all surly about it. And he was like, oh, I'm paying for your family's mortgage and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, not really, man, because, you know, like we don't own the house yet, and it's not really cool. We closed on the house on Christmas Eve. On Christmas Day, I found out that my wife was pregnant. The day after Christmas, my roof started leaking all over the house. The day after that, I had to have a roof company come and replace the roof for $15,000. Turns out, from the moment that I started renting from him for a dollar a day, which is what he put in the contract, to the moment I owned the house, I saved $15,000. So I wrote him back and I said, by the way, just so you know, the roof cost me fifteen grand. Really, it was a wash. Nobody beat anybody out, you know? Right. You know, right. it, it, it's not about, like, one-upping somebody. I, Nobody else has to lose for you to win. Right, exactly. I'm winning regardless, and they're winning regardless, and people have to stop seeing themselves as losers, and they have to stop believing themselves as winners, because we're all winners, regardless of what we're going through. When I had nothing, and when I was in that small little apartment, <laughs> and I was just with Noah and Shiloh, no one's shy, shy. That's my two kids so I have custody of. And I was in this small little apartment. I didn't want any more. I didn't need any more. This house is like six times the size of that apartment. I have an apartment that's bigger in my house than the house that I'm living in now. And the, I'm not spending any more money than I was when I was paying rent there. I don't know why I have this house. I don't know why I've been blessed the way I've been blessed. You know, I'm not a best-selling author. I'll tell you one thing. My book will blow people's minds. <laughs> my book's amazing, and, uh, and that's why I give it away. I'm not about trying to make money because, you know, I don't need to make money. Everything's provided. My life is provided for. I have no game to play. You know, you, something that, go ahead. Well, something that just was brought to mind here, uh, maybe as a closing thought for our friends from the uh, Law of Attraction community that have already, you know, shuddered several times at things that we've had to say. Um, I noticed that you comment um, about it five years ago and now. And right. so you kind of changed something in yourself 
gradually or whatever uh, across these five years. Uh, was there a day that you just sat up and you said, okay, I've changed my mind, and you went to bed that night and you got up the next morning and it was all fixed? Well, you know, it's interesting because for people to say that that's not what happened, they'd be lying. <laughs> I'm not a big law. I'll be honest with you. I'm not, a, I'm not a law of attraction guy. I'm a believer that whatever a man believes in the heart, that's what he becomes. There was a day when I said, I'm done with this. And, um, and I believed that I would get custody of my kids. I believed that I would have a new house. I believed that everything would work out. I told my accountant, and my accountant said, are you kidding me, Jacob? Look at yourself. You're, live, you're like living in this small little apartment. You've got no write-offs. How are you going to tell me in a year's time you're going to have a house? Well, guess what? In a year's time, I had a house, and I had full custody of my kids, and I didn't spend a nickel. A nickel. My ex-wife's family came to the rescue because my ex-wife got involved with a guy that was a bad guy, and they knew it. So they said, we have to get the kids away from my ex-wife and get them to him. And I said, hey, I need a house. And they said, here's the money for a house. My ex-wife's family gave me the money for a house and paid for my lawyer bills. And I got custody of my kids. Within six months' time of losing everything, I had everything back. And then my ex-wife, who had everything, lost everything within four months' time and was bankrupt. And then I went to her family and I said, help her out. And then she had everything back again. And now we have a good relationship. But you didn't get up, you didn't, you didn't get up the morning, I'm sorry, no, go ahead. There was a day that I said, no more. I was sick, I was in the hospital, I was bleeding out, I was, um, and I called my ex-wife and I said to her, can you please bring the kids? I was in the um, ER, and, uh, and believe it or not, I was at a, a place called Greenwich Hospital. It was like the best hospital around because they shipped me there. I have Crohn's disease, and I, I had this um, the problem is I kept hemorrhaging, and they couldn't stop the hemorrhage. So they sent me to, they put me in an ambulance, and they sent me to Greenwich Hospital, and I called my ex-wife, and I was at the lowest of the low. And I said, please, just bring the kids to say goodbye to me. And she wouldn't do it. And it was at that moment that I said, my daughter is going to become one years old in three weeks' time. I am going to be there for her birthday, and then I'm going to have a house, and I'm going to get custody of my kids, and everything's going to turn around for me. And everything turned around for me. And I went fishing with my daughter in three weeks' time, and she caught the eighth fish. Noah caught the first seven. She caught the eighth. And I had like stitches. I just gotten out of the hospital. I didn't stitches or staples. I still had staples in my stomach. I had just gotten out of the hospital. I was still a mess, but I made it. And uh, here I am today in uh, right. a house. You would look at this and you would think, my God, this this place is like it's unbelievable. I don't understand how I have this, and I'm very grateful for it. And I don't need anything more. You know, I don't need anything more. I can live off my wife's salary. She's a teacher. We're we're in a position right now where I don't need more. And that's why I do the videos. And that's why I do, you know, I, I, I write essay after essay after essay. Because, you know what, I, it's not about making money for me. It's about I want people to wake up. I want people to love. Because that's the only answer there is. 
And without love, we're, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. And um, but with love, anything is possible. And so you you felt that shift in yourself. Sure, I did. And and you called it you called it done. Yeah. And five minutes later, maybe the outer had not reflected the inner yet, but you didn't release that. It's done. So I think that I think that where law of attraction people, it seems to me they they feel that shift within, and then they wait five minutes and look around and say, well, I don't have a million dollars, so I must have fucked it up. Right. Oh, right, exactly. Yeah, we're right. I must have messed it up. There, so, so, I messed no, it up. Right. so then they give up and they go back and question themselves and they get undone. And that that if you're gonna say something about the law of attraction, the law of attraction, it. it's 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 that when you make the change inside, the outside will follow. But you don't you don't make the change in order to make presto magic of the outside. You make the change because it's what makes you feel right. Right. Inside. And you make the change yes. because it's the right exactly. thing for the entire world and universe. It's the right Absolutely. thing for everything. Thank you. Yes. That's, you know, a huge a huge key to, and, every, you know, I've been saying, I know we're running a little longer than we should, but something that I've been saying for, for a long time is it's not necessary, guys, to fix everybody else. Right. It's only necessary to fix, fix yourself. yourself. Right. Because, yourself, you know, if you want the world else. to change, if you want to change the world, change you. Change your perception of the world. Change your right treatment on. of the world. Change your interaction with the world. Change that. And, the, and, and if you don't believe that the outer is going to change, if you can change the inner and hold to it, with no expectations about the outer even, right. the outer will change. You'll be in the big house and you'll have your kids and, 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 and the things will come together if you know you've changed your viewpoint, your perspective, your you had a day where you said, "This is it." Right. I'm not. I'm not laying down and taking this anymore. And it's taken but, some time. It's taken five years. I'm, look, I'm not a. You got to let. I don't own the house outright, but I'll tell you, I'm. I'm. I'm doing pretty good. And and, um, and you got to give things time to shift. Is what I tell people. I mean, you know, look, it took you a while to get it the way it is now. Right. Hang on and hang in right. and let it change. And don't give up. Never stop believing. You know, you got to believe in it. And, and another thing, too, is what I believe is very important is that you will never get ahead if you wish somebody else harm. You know? Yeah, you can't get ahead by making somebody else behind. No, you can't. Just make everybody behind that way. I want to lift everybody up, and that's why I believe that I'm going to be lifted up. You know, that's right. And, it's my uh, favorite way to feel that way is to lift someone else up. Oh, that's God, my it's the best. It's the empowered best. moment. It really is when somebody one little line on Facebook of man, I needed to hear this today, uh, and I'm I, I'm I'm done for the just day. Just enough I, to I, make your day. Yeah. 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 I get and that. So, I get that. I get that all the time when they say, you know, why are you so shocked? I'm like, I don't know. It just conti it continues to surprise me that people are writing. But me don't you always want to be surprised, Jacob? Don't I you do. always want to be surprised? That's my thing. You I say, said there that you go, the Dean. You got said. it. enjoy that thing because the real the real story and I hate to point this out but 
Well, okay, I enjoy pointing this out because I point it out all the time. <laughs> the real, the real story, people. We're all here on the phone talking with each other for our own growth uh-huh. and expansion. And Absolutely. and it is just an amazing gift that this journey of ours might be of some help to somebody else. But we're doing it because we're going, and right. we're doing and it because if- we're doing it for us. And and so do do what you're doing if you want to you know straighten something out or change something or do do it for you because if if I think it was Buddha that said that if there's nobody in the universe that deserves your love and affection more than yourself, and that it's okay, and that you really get the blessings and be a blessing to others when you just strike out on your own journey, go where your passion says, ooh, uh, you know, look and see where's the juicy for you, where's the juicy for you, go for the juicy, and, and... Hang on, because it's going to be a hell of a ride. It is. And, and it is a ride, I tell you. And, um, uh, you know, people get so hung up in the, am I on the right path? Well, are you are you having fun? Are you expanding? Is your, Are you excited to get up in the morning? Are you looking forward to what you're going to do? I mean, uh, I, I tell people about Tuesdays being my radio day because I do two different shows. It's it's I'm tired on Wednesday because I'm so I, I'm so I look forward to these calls and and I've never spoken with you before this right. evening. Right. We but haven't even I emailed just, back and forth. We don't even know each other. I just knew that this was going to be um, a yes fun and a light filled experience and and I'm just so glad that you could come join us. Uh, I hope that at some point in the future you'll come join us again. We'll chat some more. Definitely. uh, Because there'll be exciting new adventures around every corner. Right on. I hope more people actually take that attitude. I hope more people take that attitude. I mean, you know, I would love for people to live their life and and just say, you know what, because look, we all go through hard times and we all are hurting at times and we all think that things aren't going the right way. But I, you know, I hope that more people start to say, you know what, well, maybe – Maybe there's a reason for it, and maybe that I just need to ride this wave out and see where it leads me. Because if they did that, life would be so much better, and mm. they wouldn't hate people, and they wouldn't, you know, have problems at work, and they would, you know, because because look, we're where we are, and because we probably created to begin with. <laughs> right. You yeah, know? it's exactly it. We're we're right here, and right here is okay. Yeah, right here is okay. That's that's where the law of attraction people go the farthest south to me is they get so focused on there and 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 really oftentimes what they're doing is just cursing where they are. And if you're cursing where you are too busy asking where everybody's game is. I mean, what was that about? Yeah. It's 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 you know (laughs) this what's my I'm just trying to live. I just want I'm to trying to live. I want to. I want to soak. I want to sop up the gravy of life with my slice of bread. You know, right. I, I. It's juicy. It's good. I want to chew on it. I want to. And so that's what I'm doing. And uh, I know that that's what Gene's doing. We've talked about it. You know. Yeah. Okay. I would love for everybody on the planet to be just heart centered and rolling, but. I would also love for me to be heart centered and rolling, so I'll get on Same that. And the rest, 
the rest of yeah, y'all get on your exactly. own, and and we we will meet I think you we at all the celebration. Want the same thing. That's right. We'll yeah. meet you at the celebration when we all get wherever that is. And but, I don't uh, think anybody's going to get there before anybody else. To be honest. No, this no. is a this is a big group uh, family. Uh, no, we're all in it together. We're I all, think in, we're it all in it together. That's why you got to be kind to everybody, Betty. You know. That's right. That's right. Jeez. Oh, well, it was it's really great journey. talking to both of you. It was great talking to you. I know we've run over time. I appreciate you. Uh, yeah. Appreciate sharing that that extra time with us, and uh, we'll get together and do this again. Definitely. All right. Well, hey, you you all have a good night. I'm gonna spend some time with my family. <laughs> Excellent. All right. You do Listen, that. folks. Join yeah. us again next Tuesday. Uh, you can find us on uh, Facebook at uh, Rico Shields or Jean Victoria Norlock. And uh, Jacob, one more time, how Jacob can they find Israel? Right, JacobIsrael.org, I-S-R-A-E-L.org. It doesn't matter. I mean, you don't need to go. JacobIsrael.org. <laughs> you don't need to go. But if you'd I like don't care to... if you go or not. It doesn't matter. I just had a great time talking to new friends. Excellent, excellent. Listen, thanks, everybody, and uh, we'll chat with you all again next week. Right on. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.